0: So this episode is brought to you by SMP Inc. and JPS Computers. And a shout out to all the Rock Rage radio listeners out there. Thank you for listening on this Monday night at 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock West Coast time. Thank you guys. So much love. Uh, I'm going to let you introduce our our next guest to uh, a Hero's Journey podcast.
1: Hero's Journey podcast. I'm here. I'm Danielle Vasanova with Brian Hopkins. And today we have a very, very special guest on the show. Dewan Johnson, actor, entrepreneur, international superstar. You probably know him from seven seasons of the hit TV show, Bosch, and uh, creator of Think Bigger Coaching and Think Bigger podcast. Dewan, thank you so much for being here.
2: Thank you for having me. Can I have you follow me around and just say that, you know, every time I walk into a room? I got you.
0: (laughs) No kidding, man. I feel like less than a, wow. I couldn't have done that if I wanted to. That's awesome.
1: (laughs) So much to talk about. Dewan, tell us like the beginning. Where where are you from? How did this all come to be?
2: I'm from Miami. I'm from like Miami, Florida. I'm a Florida boy through and through. Um, And, you know, I just had a dream to be an actor and just like any Florida boy or anybody who wants to be an actor, your mom tells you no.
1: <laughs> what are you crazy your,
2: <laughs> your mom just exactly yeah, that, are, that are you out of your damn like mind <laughs> like you you can't you can't pay the bills with that and you can't do that and so you know i i snuck away to you know i i first started acting when i was in eighth grade i did the wizard of oz it, it, it just bit me and i loved it who'd you I play loved, in wizard of you oz know, coming scarecrow
1: the scarecrow scare
2: i was you know if i only had a brain i could <laughs> i say that every the day crowd, the audience <laughs> and i can <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It, it was just a fun thing, and I think I think you know you know not not to be a Debbie Downer, but I think one of the things that we do with our we learn at a young age, and when we grow up. I grew up in such a traumatic household. I'll say dramatic. My my family was very intense, um and a lot of trauma that we we escaped through acting. That's what I did, and I can make people laugh, and I can make people go to different places with my acting. And so I just loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And then I just went to school for it, and uh, ended up out here in Los Angeles, I would say by way of Colorado. And I think that's important to say when I do any of these talks, because I didn't have a direct path straight to Los Angeles or to New York. Um, I still was listening to my mom for all the way up until I was like 25, where she was like, you gotta go to school. You need to get a grade, you know a degree and all that stuff. And I just finally was like, all right, mom, we're good now. Thank you. I'll see <laughs> wow. you later. I'm gonna go out to Los Angeles and we're gonna do this. I got all the degrees I can get. And I have not turned back since,
1: but Colorado, why Colorado?
2: You know, I graduated college uh, undergrad go gators, University of Florida, and i um I was scared to come out to Los Angeles. That's what it was. And so I went to grad school for two years in uh, Fort Collins, uh, Colorado state. And I fell in love with Colorado. If I ever lived any place, it would be in Denver, those mountains and all that stuff is just beautiful. But then I just, I worked with students there uh, on a collegiate level and I got tired of telling everybody to follow their dreams and I wasn't following mine. Wow, that's great advice. That is really,
0: wow. Um, no, seriously, like that's, it's one of those things, you know, you find yourself, you ever give somebody advice and you're, it's almost like you're standing in the mirror going, I needed to hear this too. So for you to hear that and, and actually take that leap of faith and, and go after it, like, what was that turning point that you said, I'm going to Hollywood? Cause I had mine. I, mm. I went to Hollywood and lived in my car for three months there and, yeah. and right off the 170. So That's how bad I wanted it, but I didn't know what I was chasing. So what is it? Was it something that, did you get something or? you know
2: yeah no you know brian gosh by the way i live by the 170 now so oh okay so there you go right now yeah i know exactly
0: yeah um, gold's gym right there that's where i lived in that yes, parking lot I literally could walk to it
2: yeah i could walk to gold's gym don't know yep. no, by the way nobody just just I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if i was supposed to say that on yeah i know <laughs> oh,
1: they're gonna come find you <laughs> <Yeah>. now go <laughs> on <laughs>
2: <laughs> walk my neighborhood yeah now, you know that's a great question but I, I you know real quick what I would say though Brian is that every everything we are saying is about us right and yeah. for us and what what we hear so here let me let me let me be clear about this what people say is about them what we hear is about us Right. Right. And so all that stuff I was saying was really about me to these students. Go do your dreams. Go out there and do that. And it was my first year in grad school that I stopped and I was like, you're being a hypocrite. You're telling everybody to go out there and pursue whatever it is they were doing. And you are not going out there and pursuing your dream because you don't want to make your parents upset. And I was like, you know what? Once also I realized that no matter what I did, my parents are going to be upset. Like (laughs) it's just one of those things. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it wasn't a thing that happened or an event or there wasn't anything tragic. I just really had that moment of, I need to start living for myself. And I just, I moved out here. There were some friends out here. I got a place and I i just did it. And I just did it. And what does doing it mean? I just really started pursuing acting. And um, um I you know, I my hat's off to anybody that lives in their car only because I like steak too much. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, Brian. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, no, it's okay.
0: It's okay. and so, and
2: so, and so I, I had like multiple jobs so that I could eat and Oh, you know, I, and bar- I, and- I was
0: working. I just yeah. I was I just didn't know how to navigate that so i pulled into the gym and and bought a one-year membership and then lived in the car but i worked at nights at jerry's famous deli there on ventura so i was working there from midnight to seven and then pursuing acting by accident so i fell into that whole world Uh, and i didn't know what i wanted to do i just knew that i had to get out of where i was at I, i i wanted bigger things you know? Yeah. So We're, that's crazy. Not to, not to take control of this, but yeah. I just want to ask
2: when you get out of, be- get out of, get into better things, was that like back at home or well, you just no. moving out here? What did you-
0: I was an athlete. And so mm. I got hurt playing sports and that was the only thing I knew. So mm. all of a sudden, you know, the, that shift for me was like, what am I going to do? And mm-hmm. so I I had a buddy who was—he uh, was on a couple of commercials, and I grew up with him. And he was also an athlete who just said, "No, I'm—I'm." I'm, uh, we met James Woods and James Gardner, and they were filming a movie. And the both of them gave us some direction and things that we needed to do. And he went after it two years prior to me, and then I went out and followed, but I had no clue what I was doing, and. The movie theater was my air conditioning and TV. I slept in my car in the daytime. I did showered at the gym and worked out. And I I had $7,000 in my car. So it wasn't about, and you know, I was saving money. It was just, I really want this. And what is it that I want? And I was trying to Mm -hmm. figure that out uh, because I had to shift my life. And now it's become- mindset, right? There's so
1: much about mindset. And that's, Mm. that's what your whole show is about.
0: Yeah,
2: I I think I think what, you know, I love about that story is, you know, when I first moved out to Los Angeles, I like to just say that I didn't have a an agent or friend and who was an agent, I didn't know anything like that. I just had some friends that went to undergrad with um, that were also bouncing around as well. So I didn't know anybody. So I had to like figure that part out and it took a lot longer than I think it takes for some people. Um, And so what you're talking about, Danielle, is I started Think Bigger Coaching because I wanted to be that person that helped or that helped others get along their path faster skip the line as i say than i did i wanted to be that person for people and i just started sitting at the one-on-one cafe with people that would sit down with me and i'm like this is what i did to get on my first show this is what i did to get my first agent this is what i did when i first moved out here and if it cut any time off from any other actor to get to their path faster, then yay, it was a win. And I was just like, would sit with anybody from the restaurant, anybody that would listen. So Brian, my heart goes out to you because I want to be that guy that sits there with you, that helps you get on your path faster. And that's really how my ThinkBurger coaching was was born because I was getting a lot of success in the theater and acting world. Um, I just wanted to tell people how I was doing it. And I just never believed it was not for me because there was a lot of people that I just, I remember thinking if I could just sit down with this actor and just take notes, I bet you I could, it it could happen faster. If I could just take that person out to, to, you know, to to drinks or something, it could happen faster for me. And so I just decided to be that person. What was the shift
1: for you, Dewan? What was the shift for you in, in speeding along the process? Like looking back at your younger self, first moving to LA, what would you tell yourself now?
2: um have a lot more fun. Yeah. If we're really going to go there I would I I was tunnel vision there for a while. Um you know I think if I, here's what I'll say about a shift or what really changed for me. I became accountable to someone else besides myself. Right. Because I started working with like a different coach or working with a group. I created my own group of friends. We were five of us. We meet at a coffee shop at eight AM on Tuesday mornings and we would just say, What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm gonna do this. And we kept each other accountable. And we just got out there and we found an agent. We start going through the books and figuring that part out. This is a while back. We don't go through books anymore. I know no. you look on the internet. <laughs>
0: I was that, though, man. Like, it was the same thing. Like I just ha- I happened to be picking up a residual check for my buddy, the, yeah. the one I grew up with. Like I said, and I pick up his check, and the, the owner of the agency walks through and goes, you're not a client, and then comes out, hands me what I want, and then asks me if I would read something and sent me out on my first audition, and I booked it. And yeah. that was my that's how I got into it. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this. You know, yeah. I I had never even read a script or, or read a monologue, which she gave me, you know. So, uh, you know, had I met somebody like you, though, it would have been, <laughs> you know, sharing that knowledge. Um, that's I think crazy. that's the point.
2: That's the point, right, to get that. And and I, I think I, what I hope for, and the other thing that really shifted for me in the, in the acting world was I started to surround myself around people that were doing what, what I wanted to be doing. So like you said, I think he said his name was James Wood or James. Carter. Yeah, I think you said something like that. Like I just started getting around a group of people that were auditioning that had agents that were working so that I could start to pick up stuff. And I started to be this is going to sound calculating, but a little bit was I started to be selective about like who I was spending time with. And so I the conversations Changed. Wow. Right. Have you ever been in a room where people are talking about million dollars? I'm just saying, or yeah. like where people are are not stressed about money, or they're talking about stocks and bonds and all that stuff, or whatever. The cut, you it changes. There's a tingle that you're just like you just sit back and listen, and that's what I wanted to create for me in the acting world, Danielle. And so I did that, and I got into like the right studio. I started booking. I got with a coach that really believed in me. And we started like working together, and that's when I booked my first uh, television uh, show close to home. And then it was like CSI, and it just started, just started like, wow. rolling. It started rolling like that, and then I just, w- you know, and this might be to a fault. I have always been that guy that when I learn something, I want to send the elevator back down to you. Good. That's Let me cool. tell you what I learned. That's what this. <laughs> that's, that's what, what we're about. doing with this podcast. Yeah, yeah it's the
0: same thing. Yeah. We're lifting up. We're lifting yes. up those people around us, and it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, so that's yeah. really great. And that's, I think that's how people win. People, yes. you you get more out of it by doing that and helping other people and and sharing that knowledge. So that's yeah. great, kudos to you,
2: man. <laughs> I think the only thing I would change now, if, if Daniel, you're gonna ask that part, is I would make sure that I was solid on that floor first. Before I sent the elevator back down, if that makes sense. So I was always so conditioned to just make sure. Great, I'm here. Let me send it back down. But I would get there, do the recon, all of it, and then send back. Right. But you know, that's how that's that comes with age. Do you know what I mean? And I've been on different shows, and I can see different things a little bit better now. Um, I just I don't think that things have to be lonely at the top. If you rise with your friends, if you if if you we that's like we an rise
1: together, ex- right?
2: Yes, but that's an expired belief that people are like, this is a dog-eat-dog world, no. or it's a zero-sum world. That's an expired belief. It does not have to work for us. And so I'm just like, let's do this. Let's rise together. Well, that's what's
0: great about being here at Sticky Paw Studios. For us, you know, I came in, then Daniel, she joined the show, and it's it's been rising faster because of you sitting next to me, but the team and the people around, it's the same kind of thing. We're all helping each, each other. It's a collective just like, yeah. c-
1: consciousness. Like really. you said, in, yeah.
0: the, in the hallway, you were like, we should all just run around and be on everybody's <laughs> podcast. Round Robin. You know, yeah, round yeah. Robin, like every 10 minutes, you know, everybody's jumping on just because you we're so trying to rise together. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Was there ever a yeah. point in your life where you were, it was just getting too hard or you're just like frustrated and you're like, I don't I don't know if I have it in me to keep going? Like, did you ever have a sort of dark night of the soul, so to speak?
2: Yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was tell. like, damn. I, mean, I was whoa. like, whoa like, yeah, like bring like, it. Like it, bring it. It just it it is it is it is it's it, it happens a lot, you know. I think the the more we go in, on in this industry if i'm talking about the acting part not the coaching part but we can get to that too and why i even started the other part of why i started that business um but but the acting part uh the the bigger these roles get and the bigger the, the, the parts get, you can see yourself at comic con. You can see yourself, you know, getting so close to all of the dreams that you ever wanted. And then it goes to somebody else because of, um, you know, cloud, they're more famous and stuff like, you Mm -hmm. know, that stuff gets you into your mind and you have to really do psychological warfare. You have to stand guard at the gates of your mind because what happens are those little voices come in and then you're like in the shower laying on the floor singing sad love songs sorry oh, was true. that just me no <laughs> Dude,
0: that was me that's the reason why i don't do what you guys do anymore i i stepped away from acting because it was it was i got way too close too many times i, I you know i climbed my way to william morris and the the world was like opening up but then it it became something that i couldn't control and mm-hmm. So I became, you know, music just took over, and music is what I do for a living. And that I could emote, that I could control, that it, it, the best at my ability, you know what I'm saying? So
1: it's almost therapeutic in a way, whereas sometimes acting makes you wanna to go to therapy. <laughs> right, right. You must have a therapist.
2: You must have a therapist. I have one of those, but I mean, for real, Danielle. My therapist I, I, was
0: I, always I, my coach, my acting coach. Right. I was like, <laughs> I
2: think I'm paying it, you I think already. He, uh, <laughs> I think it comes along with the territory to to like want to quit like, and I think, it's, and so it it, it is. I'm older now and I think what, what the quits are not like I'm giving up on the industry. The quits are, I need to take a step back and maybe get out of LA. I need to just recharge a little bit more because that one hurt, you know, that would, that's what that is now, because this is what I do. I love acting. I love all of this. And this comes with the territory. um, But I do have in a lot of moments and I was, I, I mean, we just wrapped seven seasons on a show and you just like, you know sometimes you're only as good as your last role right Right. and so you think to yourself am i any good like why like why is this why are they not like signing up like like as soon as i finish my show they should be ready for me to sign something new you know And, and you just play you just have to be very conscious about the mindset so it's
1: not really a quit it's more of a pivot so to speak
2: it's more of a, that's a great way of looking at it and more right. of a pivot, but I would also just say it's a little bit more of a take a breath, yeah. a pivot because a pivot, a pivot. What I, when I think of it is I feel like there's something wrong with me and I need to pivot some me, you know what I mean? Like I got to change something about the way I am I don't think that that is actually true. If you're doing and you're getting close to, uh, to, to, to agents or managers or to parts, uh, booking things, you're on the right path, right? This, I can't change at the moment that i don't i have a different star power than chris rock you know what i mean i can't i'm getting in the room for stuff that maybe chris rock or chris whoever is auditioning for and so sometimes it's just not that we just have to keep doing exactly what we're doing and it'll all fit into place i do believe that good for you it's uh it's all right that sounded that sounded like you didn't believe me no it's it (laughs) it is a uh, it is a good for you i do believe you
0: because here's somebody who just said, "I just wrapped seven seasons on a show. I applaud you. That is a big deal, you know. Huge as deal as Huge. an actor in Hollywood, just I got a, a guest starring role on something, and you are freaking out. But you know, my problem was always I would be on the set worrying about my next job. When I was try, I need if I could go back and tell myself, enjoy this right now. You worked so hard to get this, and you got denied so many times enjoy this moment be present be in the moment and not worry about the next one the next one comes you know and and you are helping others along this process and so that I think that's just karma it's good karma for you too as as well I mean it is a business but it's good karma and Hollywood is not that they you know on the outside when we think of Hollywood it's not that's not uh, helping each other is not the actual hollywood
2: that i think of so yeah well i hope i'm changing that for you good you are i think i think that again the, like the cult of average i call them like that's exactly what the cult of average thinks like we have to be doggy dog world and i just don't believe that i really 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 think hey like you just said let's run around and get on everybody's podcast because you know it, it's it's let's keep podcasting going we yes. can look at this anyway let's oh let's keep people interested in this it, it, it can totally shift if we wanted to shift and I i just don't i don't think so and anything i know about even talking about money you know what I mean? About booking and all that stuff that we're not supposed to talk about. I'm like, come to me. Let's talk. Let's Mm -hmm. talk. Wow.
1: You can always talk to us. Yeah. (laughs)
2: What do you, what do you want to talk about?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Growing up, who, who are some of your greatest inspirations?
2: You know, um, really and truly it might sound really kind of geekish, but like, as much as I talk about my mom, like, she definitely was one um uh, you know uh for sure but uh in the world of famous people if we're talking about that I loved Angela Bassett I loved Denzel Washington I love Ed Norton Francis McDormand like those people I would just sit back with my mouth open and just watch those people who inspired me to continue to be an actor and you know that was those are the people from my generation that were just amazing and i you know, haven't had the chance to work with any of them. So if they're listening to this podcast, I want you to know that I'm available. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that's awesome. Always be
0: plugging. Yeah, always, oh always. Hey, yeah. Sorry, man. But I love that you went to your mom. You know, my mom and dad. That was for me. You know, they. Yeah. I. I chose something that is out of the norm. Sports was all I knew, and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm leaving in my car. My mom found out through one of the podcasts somebody asked me and i had said that and she's she calls me and went you lived in your car i'm like yeah i didn't tell you that it was
1: (laughs) you're not supposed uh, to know that yeah it
0: was but this was just something i knew i really wanted to do i knew it was different just like Mm. sitting back and watching you um it was really cool because donnie who's off camera here was just like danielle she's a great businesswoman. that was his first words as he's following you and seeing those things, my niece who saw you, saying the same thing. You inspired her. She got lost in the rabbit hole of you, and that's what this is all about. We're sitting here sharing all this, and you know, you said you sat around with your actor friends, very much. You know, everybody was alike and keeping everybody accountable. Um, this is aging me, but at Jerry's when I when I worked there and was doing this. The guys I sat at a table with with were uh, Tony uh, T. Russell, he's an actor, mm-hmm. uh, Vince Vaughn, Mars Lazar, who was Vince's best friend, uh, River Phoenix, my brother, one of my buddies, Bruce Larson, who's a who's a comedian out there and actor still, little little guy, and and Cuba Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. and we would all sit and meet a couple times a a week at Jerry's. They, Mars would get me in trouble because he was broke. And Mars and Vince would get me in trouble because I worked there and they would just bounce around and eat everybody's food and fries. But then we'd meet at two o'clock in the morning and sit there and read stuff with each other. And so that was my group of friends, you know, coming up and what was funny was Cuba would always wear his um, Boys in the Hood Letterman's jacket that he got from the the movie and he'd always roll in wearing that and I'm like, good for you, man. Because all the girls, <laughs> all the girls knew that it was awesome. But th- there were some really cool moments that came out of it. he won an Oscar from a decision based on us having a, hey, should I take this part or this part? And T. Russell goes, Take that one. And he goes, Why? And he goes, Because if you don't take that, I'm on hold for it. So he goes, All right, then I'll take this small part in a few good men, and I'll take this f- small part and then you can have that part. Now we both get to work and then okay. he met Tom Cruise in that movie and Tom Cruise, he ends up going and winning an Oscar with, uh, you know, show me the money, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. so, so, yeah. you know, it, it's just fun. You, you know, you, you don't know you're going to be a part of history and those kinds of things just based on decisions of buddies sitting around, but it's, and, it out there. and, I, and
2: I, I believe that I started that group, Danielle, that was the first iteration of a power group that I had before I even started Think Bigger coaching was I would get my, um, my friends together and we would do this and I would just run it. I would just run it because I believe, don't be afraid to create what you need. And I needed community. And I know as an extreme extrovert, I thrive off of just communal talks and try like just like oh great you're doing that just like he brian just said i think it's important for people it, it, finding your tribe and having these conversations and that was the first time that was that was the first time and everybody in that group except for one person who wasn't working then is working and on shows wow and, you know like wow. blackbird blackbird from apple Love that that just show. Did it, yeah. falls yeah one of my the guy who plays the cop yeah who plays the, the bad cop that goes to the, the, the prison guard i mean yeah It goes to turns and that's that's one of the people that was in. Yep. That he was in that, in that first iteration of power groups and people on NBC, Peacock, Rutherford Falls. We all were that people. I just called people up and I said, Hey, we're working at this restaurant. Let's keep our grind going on acting. That's where our focus is. And, you know, look, we're all working. Right now, we're all. I mean, it's not a, it's not a Cuba story with the, with Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> wait, wait, a hey, come on! Brian. No, I'm You're not doing,
0: doing that. So You're working so now. And <laughs> mine was like ancient history, you know, like long time ago. You know, go my...
1: you're think bigger. You you got this.
0: Yeah, got that's
1: amazing. Think bigger, baby. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is beautiful. And you know, I I I just want to be that for other actors. I want to be that person. And so I hope I am. And it's it's great to hear when I hear it reflected back. You to me are that. that. Was my dream. That was my dream. Good for you, man.
1: Do you use visualization a lot?
2: Um, I use meditation a lot, right? Meditation. And med- I, I meditate, I meditate. And the thing about visualization for me is I think that, yes, but I don't use it as much as I should, because I think what we do is we have a vision of our future, and we don't we don't like just linger in that vision. We just have it. And so when I do, I try to sit in and I'm like, Oh, I can't wait to like get on my next show, and it's gonna be so fun. I'm gonna be on set, and they're gonna be like, "What's up, what?" I'm like, "Hey!" And then we're gonna go, and I'm gonna go read my script's gonna have my name. The parking lot's gonna have you know my name on it. It's gonna be great again, and you know I that's lingering in our vision, and sometimes we have to stop and settle in it. And so I should be doing a lot more of that because it makes it makes me full. It makes me gravitate towards something and instead of waking up every day and being like, "Okay, what do I got to get to?" Instead of let me just play in this dream a little bit longer
0: dude you are the full embodiment of what this show was when trying to come up with what it was going to be and that is sitting back and listening to you talk is inspiring i (sighs) I, if you were standing here i'd be looking you right in the eyes but now i gotta look at this damn camera because you're not here (laughs) and tell you thank you because that is exciting it it's that's what i want it gets it helps me it helps the people listening people watching and you know we have our tribe here in this yeah. in this building and and all the creativity and everything and this one next to me she keeps me accountable like there is nothing that slips through the cracks and i'm like damn you know i joked can i take a now? because she's so no man she she, (laughs) everything you
2: know what you did brian yeah i know i I, yeah
0: damn it come on man yeah oh no it's it's great it's really great so is there anything that you're working on next are you just waiting to see if the show gets picked up or was it it was that that
2: can
1: you talk about it are you allowed Yeah. I'm not allowed to
2: talk about it. Okay. That's okay. I think Daniel knows because we've talked about it, you know, behind closed doors, but, um, I am doing something right now and it's exciting, um, that I am working on currently and I'm on hold for something else. So, um, that's, that's the stuff that I don't have control over. What I do have control over is, you know, I have been working on, um, um, I, I also want to direct. That's what I want to do. I, I, that's like the next evolution of what do you want to do in your career. And we've been also, I wrote a short, I wrote a short film, um, and I shot the short film and I've been using that as a proof of concept to direct, but also we're trying to shop it around as a series. So I had to write a pilot and just the other stuff that is creative. I think one of the, the, the most detrimental things that was ever probably said to any actor, not just me, was that you only have to do one thing. You only should do one thing I should say, right? So I only thought if I if I wanted to do anything outside of acting, that must mean I don't love acting as much. And that's just not the case. You know, and if, if, if we as actors or creatives or maybe yourself, even Brian, you're talking about yeah. like, you know, other things you wanted to do. If we were told you can do other things and be hyphens and all that stuff, we might have some awesome actors, but also awesome CEOs. We might have some awesome actors, but also people who are out there running Fortune 500s or something like that as well. But we've been made to choose like, between this and that and i just actually just love i love writing i I shadow directed on Bosch, you know and i got to work with directors and i was like this is pretty awesome that's great to call these shots
0: (laughs) yeah how cool is that you know i'm sitting next to somebody who's like that you know i know right you know for real i am i I, I know and but it's it's that kind of world that we all live in and you know, off camera we talk about it. You know, I've got projects going. I've got. I'm back into acting and acting projects. And you know, and and my acting teacher used to say, because I I would complain about, man, I didn't get it. And he's like, you know what you have to do, you're a creative person, go write and create something that only you can play. Mm-hmm. And I remember Vince, that's what he did when he went and did uh, that. Uh, what movie he did, you know, the Vegas movie, or whatever, I forget what the it was Big called. The Big
2: Lebowski, was it? Did he no, do? He, Not the Big Lebowski. No, no, Tom. no, it was... It was,
0: it was swingers, tw- swingers. Swingers, oh, there swingers. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> same kind of thing, because the guy was like 6'5", and an actor, you know, and he's going into his auditions with no shoes on and stuff, you know, because he was so tall, and he was t- and I'm 6'3", and he was taller than I am. So, it's that kind of thing, just being creative, and, and, and why yeah. limit yourself? Why? There's you know it's
2: they want to put us in a box. Yeah, you don't they, they want to they want to know how to sell us and how to do yeah. that and I think it's I think it's kind of detrimental cuz then you like clamp down and you're like I can't be a model and I can't do that. you can you actually can take over the world is what I say it's... y'all take it over
1: Just do it. <laughs> do the damn thing. just
0: <laughs> do the
2: damn thing. I love
0: it.
1: It's not like they're think inside the box like or think outside the box. It's like think like there is no box. We talked right? about
0: this off the air too. That's, that is it. That yeah. is exactly it. Yeah, part of no.
1: think think bigger. What advice would you give to anybody listening out there, a young girl or boy, who looks up all to you?
2: Be, yeah, you know what I would say. It depends. Where are we giving advice? First of all, like, am I just telling you about life advice, and you know, um, no, just <laughs> a, any a yeah. kid,
1: just like with you know, big dreams.
2: Um, Any dream you want, I would really, really say any dream that you have that you want can be achieved. it, It might just take a little bit of work, but that work doesn't have to be hard. Right. I think we're all told if we put in the hard work, then we're gonna get the benefits. And I think that's also not great. So I would say just let it be easy, let it be fun. Um, understand that it might the road might get tough and there might be some bumps in it, but it's all how you recover from those bumps that's gonna make the bigger difference. It really, 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 really is. Love
1: that. Beautiful. Yeah.
0: Well done. Well done. I did this that. I did this. that, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You did good. Nice job. yeah i love it well anything else no you know this is crazy i'm like ready to just leave here and go tackle the world uh, because (laughs) of you dude so this is so cool it was really great to have you and the name of your podcast one more time
2: I mean, you're never going to guess, never going to guess, but it is called the Think Bigger Actors Podcast. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm branding Think Bigger. <laughs> I, I'm, I, 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 I am creative, but I was just going to go with the brand, you know, stay on brand yeah. and just go with that.
0: <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. So, and I wish you nothing but mad love and success and luck and everything that it takes because like I said, I had to step away from your world and for you to be able to pass advice on to other people and help them come up and want to do that. And then, like I said, that's incredible. Um, I think that's how I've, my life, that's what I do constantly. And I probably when people don't even want to hear it, it's just something I want to share, you know, and it, makes it makes me feel good
1: keep creating and reinventing <laughs> yeah right?
2: exactly yeah that's a good one by the way reinventing reinventing and being okay with the reinvention of yourself right sure. you know not I, i'm not saying change but like hey okay cool what else can we do to shake this up you know what yeah. i mean the energy energy gets stale right so i agree with that yeah If the
1: constant constantly it's that inertia right that constant state Ooh. of motion
2: I love the, I love the law of inertia, right? Nothing yeah. can stop that, that that emotion, but something else, right? An object. I love it. love and,
1: it. and you have to elevate, right? There's different right. stages, different levels, different things that intrigue you or that you want to do. You don't have to keep and reading. I guess
2: I, I would just say, and it's okay.
1: Yeah. Right. You know, I think
2: that we think it's more. Yeah, it's more than okay to want more, to elevate, to be more. And it's not selfish. It's not any of that stuff. You know, uh, one of the best things I have heard in my life, I think in a very long time is dissatisfaction is a creative state dissatisfaction is what you know stop people from um, walking all the time and and building bikes and building cars or dissatisfaction was we went we went from candles to lights it's like the invention of that stuff so it's okay to be dissatisfied with things just be thankful I'm very thankful for everything I have in my life but it's okay to be dissatisfied because that's going to get you to the next level
1: yeah you can be mad you can be angry you can be dissatisfied frustrated all of these things but those create that spark within you yes! right that drives yes! you to do mm-hmm. the next thing
2: mm-hmm. if you awesome. allow it not to clamp you down if you right? allow like, you it know what I mean? yeah. if you yeah. allow
0: it wow well i'm so happy that we did a we patched him in and we did our very you're our very first you broke a cherry so, it's awesome, yeah. man. Appreciate it. You're
2: welcome. I, you. You're welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy you did this with us. Um yes, thank you. So, Dwan John, uh, D- Johnson, thank you so much,
2: dude. How do I get Tell- tickets to your show? Like when I come out? I mean, I need like I need like I need to come see you, man. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. You're
1: welcome anytime.
2: Yeah, I am
0: yeah. I am uh yeah, anytime you too, you you come into Vegas, let us know. We'll have you in studio, which would be really great. And this place would be on fire with all, all the energy that you have. That's for sure. But uh, I'm the lead singer of the band Elvis Monroe. So mm-hmm. I actually am playing in San Diego um, with the, it's a blended festival. So it's like TI and Everclear and Blanco Brown. And all I'm on the main stage at four o'clock uh, October 8th. There's a plug, <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> come see you there. <laughs> yeah. But it's always so, be plugging. Yeah. It's a, yeah it's a, <laughs> I'm in a touring band, so um, just getting ready to just, you know, hit the road again and do all that. And that's why we stack all these in so many days, because I got a busy
2: young lady next to me who's uh, off
0: taking over the world.
1: Dewan, tell the people where they can find you.
2: You can find me, uh, on, and I'm usually on the Instas. Is that what the kids are saying these days? Yeah. The Insta, <laughs> <an> Insta. um, <laughs> at DeWan Johnson, um, and also at think bigger, Co- uh, think bigger coaching. So those two places and, you know, um, look me up. I'm also on TV and TV coming near you. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so great, man. Congratulations to you. And thank you for, for coming on our show. We appreciate it. And, uh, uh, we will repay the favor at any time on, on, uh, yes. on your podcast. I was just going to say, I'm going
2: to, yeah, um, it's gonna be in touch and say, "Hey, will you guys come and do that?" Um, and I just want to like send a love note to you both of you and say thank you for doing what you do. Right, thank you. you know, I'm doing what I'm doing in my corner, but just know that you are touching so many people as well, and the world needs us. Thank you. Right, we yeah. get to show up in that, and it really, really, really needs us to be great at what we're doing. And and yay, thank you. I'm so excited to be great with both of you.
0: So thank you. Yay. Yeah. I'd give you a hug <laughs> if you were here. So. Thank uh, you. <laughs> Send okay. us out. All right.
1: You guys are watching Hero's Journey podcast like us. Uh, tap like all the things on all of the different platforms, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and we are on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. We'll see you next week.
0: Dream And I believe It's coming around, it's coming around to me Thank mm-hmm. mm-hmm.